guys, and welcome to the Bodybuilding Dietitians podcast. Today, you are joined by your host, Tiara, and thank you so much for tuning in for what is now episode five of my 2020 comp prep mini series. So I'm recording this today on the 16th of February, 2020, which puts me at exactly 13 days out from my very first show of the season. And that's pretty exciting, you know, especially because 13 is my favorite number. And uh, yeah, you know, at this point, I'm feeling good today. And what's interesting is that last week when I recorded an episode, I remember I was feeling, you know, really anxious and I was really nervous, you know, which are totally normal feelings, especially being three weeks out from a competition. But what's interesting is that today, even though I'm one week closer to competing, I don't feel like that anymore, you know? It feels like a lot of the nervousness, a lot of the anxiety, it's really subsided and I feel like I've really gotten my emotions under control and this past week I've just felt so calm, you know? And I felt very content with the fact knowing that, you know, Tiara, as long as you continue to follow the plan, tick boxes every single day, do what you need to do, you're going to get on stage in 13 days and you really are going to look your absolute best, you know? And that really has made me feel very calm, you know, and a lot more confident in myself. And I guess compared to last week, I've just accepted the fact that, you know, I'm getting on stage. I'm getting on stage in 13 days, less than two weeks. And that's inevitable, you know, but I've also worked so damn hard for this. And I know that as long as I continue to follow the plan every single day from now until then, it's all going to work out. You know, it's going to be great. It's going to be an amazing, fun day. I'm going to have the best experience. So yeah, I'm feeling, I'm honestly feeling really, really good at this point. (laughs) So, you know, given that, let's get into a bit of a weekly recap of what has been up the last week. So, you know, if you guys remember from my update from last week, I did hit a new low of 59.8 kilograms on the Saturday morning. However, when I was comparing my weekly averages between the week before compared to last week, you know, the weekly average was pretty much the exact same. I had plateaued around that 60.1 kilogram mark when I put all seven body weights together for the entire week, you know, and divided by seven. So given that weekly average that was the same, I decided to do that slight macro drop on my lower carbohydrate days. So I brought my carbohydrates down from 175 grams down to 150 grams on those five lower days. I kept high days the same at 325 grams. And also, you know, each day I kept fats the same at 35 grams, protein the same at 140 grams. And, you know, just with that slight little macro drop, my body actually responded really well this last week. And it seems as though I kind of just needed that small little extra push because, you know, 25 grams of carbohydrates, that's not a lot, you know, that's only 100 calories. But by doing that, my body weight did steadily drop from the 59.8 kilograms on Saturday all the way down to 59.2 kilograms on Thursday morning. So, you know, that's a good 600 grams drop. And 
I was actually really, really surprised by that because like I said, 100 calories per day, right? Across five days, that's only 500 calories. But it really does seem like I just needed to push myself that tiny little bit harder, you know, and uh, kind of get myself over the fence. And, you know, my body just cooperated and, um, you know, body weight steadily continued to drop. But what was actually probably the most surprising is that after, you know, eating five days of 150 grams of carbs, you know, then bringing them all the way up to 325 grams on the Thursday, I woke up on Friday morning and I was 58.9 kilograms. Like I could not believe it because, you know, when you think about it, I ate an extra 700 calories purely from carbohydrates, you know, and then my body weight continued to drop by an extra 300 grams. Like that, that's just nuts to me. And that, I think human physiology is just so damn cool in that sense. But at the same time, you know, because this is the lowest I've actually ever brought my macros and I've ever brought my calories during this competition prep, you know, I haven't, this was my first week ever doing 150 grams of carbohydrates. And, you know, across the week, as the days went on, on those lower carbohydrate and those lower calorie days, I certainly did notice a significant decline in just my energy levels, you know, my normal amount of enthusiasm that I have about life, just like my, you know, energy levels in terms of my output through NEAT, even just the little things, you know, like when I go for a walk in the morning, I didn't have that same bounce in my step, you know, it was kind of just one foot after the other, just like my body was trying so hard to conserve energy. And it's not even necessarily that I was hungry, you know, because I would say that I am very strategic with my nutrient timing, you know, and my food choices. I'm always eating very high volumes of very, you know, satiating foods, lots of fruits and vegetables, you know, lots of protein, lots of fiber. So I'm not necessarily hungry. I always feel satiated. And between meals, I'm always busy. I'm always keeping myself distracted. But, you know, it was really just about that overarching cloud of fatigue that was just accumulating across the week as a result of just being on low carbohydrates, being on low calories, you know, still expending a lot of energy. But by the fifth day, you know, by the time it got around to Wednesday, I was just like, man, I am ready for some glucose tomorrow. Like get some glycogen into this body, get some more glucose into this brain. Like I really want to feel like my energetic bouncy self again. And I just did find that really interesting this last week because I've been following this protocol in terms of having five lower carbohydrate days and two higher carbohydrate days for the last somewhere around 18 weeks, right? Like a solid good four months. I started this back in October of last year. So it's not like I'm not accustomed to that. And also when I started doing this, you know, my five lower carbohydrate days were still only at 200 grams of carbohydrates. And my high carbohydrate days on Thursdays and Fridays have always been 325 grams. That hasn't changed at all. 
But about a month and a half ago, you know, I decreased my carbohydrates on those lower days from 200 down to 175 grams. And still, you know, I generally felt fine. Obviously, I still have more energy on my high carbohydrate days, but this last week, just dropping them down, you know, slightly to 150 grams, I noticed the greatest difference between my low days versus my high days. Like it was night and day. I genuinely felt like a different person. It was absolutely crazy. And you know, the first thing I noticed was just having that bounce back in my step. You know, even after just having my first high carbohydrate meal for breakfast, you know, over a hundred grams of carbohydrates there, I went for a walk afterwards and like, I just felt on top of the world, you know? I had a bounce in my step while I was walking, you know? I was shaking my head, I was moving my hands while I was listening to music. Like, I just felt so good. It was just like, you know, a switch went off and it was, it was insane. I've never really experienced that before. But you know, I think it also goes to show that I do have a very adaptive metabolism, you know, give me more carbohydrates, give me more calories. I will just put those to good use, you know, and not even like consciously, almost just subconsciously, my body just, it has more energy. It's more willing to do more things. I automatically increase my needs, you know, just little things like fidgeting. I'll talk more with my hands. I'll bounce more with my steps, you know, just these little, little things. But on the other end, you know, give me less calories, give me less carbohydrates. My body will fight back, you know, it will try to conserve as much energy as possible. And I'm not the only person this happens to, you know, I see it in a number of my clients, you know, we hear about stories about this all the time, but it also just explains why, you know, I was able to give myself an extra 700 calories on that Thursday, you know, an extra like 175 grams of carbohydrates and actually weigh in 300 grams less the following day. And I know that day I was just burning more energy. I know that I was bouncing around. I was so happy. I was so energetic the entire day. You know, that day it was even pouring rain, but I still felt on top of the world. And, you know, I'm one of those people who, you know, I love the sun. I get so excited when I get to walk in the sun, but then when it's kind of like a cloudy, rainy day, sometimes it gets to me, sometimes it gets my mood a little bit down, but hey, I was full of glucose and I was just feeling on top of the world. Like I trained legs that afternoon and legit, I just put on my headphones, you know, I put on my rain jacket, put on some good music and I walked to the gym in the pouring rain and you could have mistaken it for like the sunniest day in the world. I was just bouncing, you know, I was singing while walking down the road. Like I was so happy and just during my gym session, you know, I had so much more energy, like in between sets, I'd be like, you know, bouncing around, you know, and tapping to my music and singing. And, ah, I was just, I was really, really happy. And it, it was just crazy how much of a difference I noticed just between Wednesday, my, you know, last low carbohydrate day of the week compared to that Thursday. And I obviously just burnt more calories in that sense. And that's why I weighed in lower on Friday morning, which 
was absolutely nuts, but you know, I'll take it. I, I felt so good. And it's funny, you know, cause it makes you think like, man, I just ate like an extra 175 grams of carbs, you know, an extra 700 calories and I lost weight. Like, why am I even wasting my time dieting? I should just be doing this every single day. <laughs> but obviously we know that it doesn't necessarily work like that. Like sure, having an acute influx of carbohydrates might give you super amounts of energy one day, you know, you're bouncing off the walls. Sure, you might burn more energy, even put yourself in a caloric deficit perhaps, you know, for that one day. But over time, it does start to plateau. Your body does get more used to that. And to make significant change to your body composition, to drop a significant amount of body fat, we really do need to be in a caloric deficit, quite a substantial one, the majority of the time in comp prep. So unfortunately, high days can't be every single day, but that's why, you know, if you give yourself enough time during a comp prep and you really plan it out and you're strategic with it, they are something that's really, really nice to integrate, you know, every single week. And I'm certainly a huge advocate of them. I've certainly received enormous benefits from them. And yeah, you know, eating more carbohydrates, it's always a good time. <laughs> but you know, that was on Friday morning. So that new low of 58.9 kilograms had another high day on Friday felt phenomenal, right? Got an epic pump in the gym, really, really liked my physique. And then Saturday morning, weight was a little bit higher. It was just 59 kilograms, but that's good. You know, it actually means that I stored a little bit more glycogen and I really liked my physique on Saturday morning. You know, I looked very full. I had good muscular definition, you know, really good veins, like really liked my physique. But interestingly enough, you know, my weight on Sunday morning actually spiked up by a kilogram. So this morning I actually weighed in at 59.8 kilograms. And the reasoning for that is because yesterday I went swimming. I haven't been swimming for two and a half weeks because here in Brisbane, it's just been raining every single day and we really haven't had a beautiful sunny day for about two and a half weeks. God knows how I survived that because anyone who knows me, I freaking thrive off the sunshine, all right? But yeah, so if you guys remember back to episode three, you know, which was two weeks ago, I actually spoke about how I had gone swimming that week. So I went swimming on a Wednesday. It was the 29th of January. And that Wednesday morning, I weighed in at 60.3 kilograms. And then the next day on Thursday morning, I got that really freaky low of 59.3 kilograms. So a kilogram loss overnight. And I really did put that down to just hydration status, you know, because I did go swimming. Obviously you lose a lot of fluid while you're swimming in the pool and it is really important to rehydrate. And especially, you know, you're gonna lose a heck of a lot of fluid if after you get out of the pool, you bask in the sun for two hours like I did listening to podcasts. So based off, you know, that prior experience, losing that kilogram overnight, 
I knew that yesterday, if I went swimming, I was like, okay, Tara, it is super important to make sure that you rehydrate afterward, right? And it's not like the previous time when I went swimming, I didn't try to rehydrate, you know? I'm still drinking plenty of water throughout this day. I'm still salting all of my meals. But yesterday, I just put in extra effort to make sure, okay, make sure you have a bit more water, okay? Make sure that you do add a little bit more salt because I knew when I got out of the pool, you know, and when I was walking home from the pool, I was like, man, I am dehydrated. Someone get this girl a glass of water and a big salty meal. But despite putting in that extra effort to make sure I was rehydrated, you know, I replenished my electrolytes, what happened this morning wasn't what happened two and a half weeks ago. My weight didn't go down by a kilogram. It actually went up by almost a kilogram. So this morning I woke up 800 grams heavier. And it's not necessarily the weight that bothers me. In fact, it doesn't bother me at all because I purely know that it is fluid, but it's more so just the impact that that had on my physique. You know, looking at myself this morning, I was just very watery. You know, I had just a film of water across my entire skin and like I could like pull my skin away from me like a lot further. Like it just looked really watery. I had no clear muscle definition. It was really, really funky. And essentially, no matter how much I love swimming, okay, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love swimming, but putting myself into that stressful environment, like I just can't control how my body's going to respond. And I'm certainly not like angry at my body. Like, why would you do this to me? Because if anything, it's just human physiology, you know, like obviously if I put my body in that stressful environment and what I mean by stressful is that I'm exposing myself to hours in the sunlight and I'm putting myself in a prime position to acutely get dehydrated, despite trying to rehydrate later, right? My body is simply just responding to that physiologically by trying to regulate my hormones, trying to get me hydrated again, because it doesn't care about what my physique looks like. It's trying to maintain homeostasis. It's trying to make sure that I have adequate fluid balance so that I don't die. (laughs) Okay, so it's a totally normal response, but at the same time, it's very clear to me that it's just not a variable that I can control. And honestly, this is gonna be the last time that I do go swimming before my show, because I think a few podcast episodes ago, you know, I was talking about how much I love swimming, you know, and if it's part of my routine, I might even go swimming in peak week. It's just not worth the risk. So I'm really taking that back now because I just can't control how my body's going to respond to that because the first time I lost a kilogram in fluid, the next time I gain almost a kilogram in fluid, Both times it totally skews my physique. So it's just not worth it. I can't control that. So I'm just gonna have to put a swimming on hold, you know, basking in the sun on hold for the next two weeks before my comp because yeah, I I just, I don't know what to expect. I don't know how my body is going to respond. So certainly looking forward to uh, getting back into the pool 
after the IFBB Queensland show, I'll probably definitely swim again, you know, in that three week period between IFBB Queensland and the Arnold's, which is three weeks later. But between now and the first show, not worth the risk, man, not worth the risk. (laughs) But you know, at the same time, I know that it's just my body regulating fluid balance, you know, and today I'm not swimming again. I'm just back into a totally normal routine of eating, you know, drinking, sticking to my lower macros, training, all of that stuff. So my body should be back, you know, right to where it was tomorrow. And even this morning, you know, I've noticed that I've been going pee a hell a lot. So my body's already clearly trying to uh, shed some of that excess water. (laughs) Sorry if that's a little bit too much information, but Yeah, so pretty much moving forward this next week, my body responded really, really well last week to that slight macro drop in the two higher days. So running the exact same macros, you know, the exact same protocol this coming week. But at the same time, I certainly have noticed that, you know, 150 grams of carbs, it's really not that much. And I certainly am looking a hell a lot flatter in the gym and (laughs) just on my low carbohydrate days. But I know that I'm at that point in comp now where I need to be carved up at the right time, you know, with a good amount of fluid in me, with a good amount of salt in me, with a pump, you know, under the right lighting to actually look like I lift. (laughs) Because if you were to just see me, you know, first thing in the morning, you know, fasted on like my fourth or fifth low carbohydrate day, going for a walk in the park, I don't think the first thing you'd think is when you see me like, man, she is jacked. She definitely goes to the gym. And I know this because I even got a random comment from this woman in the park, you know, this last week because I was just walking down, you know, doing my thing. And uh, there's this other woman, you know, out on the field. She's out there most mornings and she does like triple jump and she's running around, you know, practicing her triple jumps. And this old, you know, nice woman comes up to me on my walk and she's like, you know what? You look like a runner, those long, lean legs and those long, lean arms. You should go out and run with her. And like, just like part of my left ventricle, I almost heard a little crack. And I was like in my head, I'm a bodybuilder. I'm not a runner. (laughs) So I know that, you know, now that I have lost quite a significant amount of weight, I really do need to, you know, prime my body composition, you know, and my physique and make it look, you know, more enhanced in the sense that I am carved up full of fluid, full of sodium with a good pump to really look my absolute best. Otherwise, I do look like a runner, which is kind of sad (laughs) because I'm not training to be a runner. And you know, that's just the way it is. And I think a lot of competitors can probably relate to that. You know, near the tail end of comp prep, when you've lost quite a significant amount of weight, you know, you're just walking in normal clothes. You don't have a pump. You just look in your eyes, you know, you look kind of average. You look kind of small. (laughs) And that's just reality. You know, that's just the way our body looks when we're not carved up and when we're not pumped up, you know? But that also reinforces why bodybuilding is such an illusion sport because 
when you are very lean, but then you throw a tan on yourself, you know, you have a two to three day carb up, you drink a bunch of fluid, you know, you have a bunch of salt, you get an epic pump, you get on stage under those lights, you look like a completely different person. You can look like a monster. You can look humongous and like weigh less than 60 kilograms or something, right? Like it really is all an illusion. Uh, but remember, you know, as physique athletes for us, that is the main look we're striving for. You know, we're not striving to look our absolute best on a morning fasted walk in the park. We're striving to look our absolute best come show day. So don't forget that guys. Okay. Don't let it get you down. (laughs) So, you know, other than that, man, what else has happened this week? Oh, okay. On Wednesday, you guys won't believe this. So Jack and I always take a rest day on Wednesday, right? And the one day that we take a rest day, Lane Norton and Holly Baxter show up at our gym. Like what? And they showed up at like 2 PM, right? And that's the time that Jack and I normally train. And I didn't even know that they were in Australia, but the one day that I don't go to the gym at 2 PM, Lane Norton shows up like, what are the chances of that? That is just crazy. But yeah, I guess Jack and I missed out on our opportunity to meet him because instead we were at Bunnings buying a new lawnmower. But <laughs> I guess that's just the way life happens sometimes. Uh, what else has happened this week? So, you know, as usual, I have been continuing to practice my posing every single day, but This week in particular, I actually had a pretty revolutionary change to my posing. And the reason for that is because, you know, when you're in a dieting phase, when you're losing weight, you literally lose weight across your entire body. And sometimes you lose weight in really funky places that you weren't necessarily expecting, right? So some people lose weight in their hands and in their fingers, you know, and For example, if they're married or they're regularly wearing rings, those rings actually don't fit them anymore. They can actually fall off their fingers. But what's happened for me is that, you know, I've lost nine kilograms now and I've actually lost a good amount of fat, it seems, off my feet. And uh, as a result of losing body fat off my feet, my feet just haven't been able to fit as snugly into my heels anymore. And I've noticed across the weeks and the months, you know, my feet have actually started to slip quite a bit inside my heels. And even though my heels are set on the tightest setting, you know, in terms of the straps and stuff, when I am posing, my feet are slipping around and, uh, it really does knock my confidence, you know, because they're not nice and snug and tight in there. And when I'm posing, you know, it is causing me to trip up a little bit more and slip. And it really just is knocking my confidence. But I was actually so lucky because this super nice, generous girl, her name is Amelia Rose on Instagram, you know, she messaged me and she actually offered to send me some orthotics because She actually works down the Gold Coast with this group called Ace Health Center. And uh, it's basically a group of allied health professionals, you know, everything from physiotherapy, Pilates, podiatry, you know, exercise physiologists, all of that jazz, right? And uh, 
they actually sell orthotics there because, you know, they deal with a lot of patients, you know, in terms of podiatry. And she actually sent me these orthotics because she says, you know, whenever she wears heels, it really helps, you know, provide her with extra support, extra cushioning, extra comfort. And it really does, you know, stop your feet from slipping around inside your heels. So she generously sent me some of these and I can honestly say that they have worked an absolute treat because they're just clear orthotics, right? They just have stuck right inside of my heels. But now, you know, my feet fit super duper comfortably in there. They're nice and snug. They're not slipping around anymore. And it is completely boosted, you know, my skills and my confidence with my posing because when I walk, when I'm doing transitions, my feet aren't sliding around inside my heels anymore, you know? They're stuck in there. And uh, yeah, it has just been an absolute dream for me and I can't thank her enough. And I'm sure that there's probably a lot of girls out there too who have probably gone through something similar, you know? Like if you're in prep, you know, and your feet start to slip inside your heels, I would strongly encourage looking into just getting some orthotics. Again, they're clear, they're basically invisible. You can't actually see that they're inside the heel, but they really just do make a world of difference for comfort and just basically skill and confidence. So I'm just gonna put the links to Ace Health Center, you know, and Amelia Rose's Instagram down in the show notes below. Just in case any of you girls out there, you know, you are interested in just checking out, perhaps getting some orthotics for your heels and uh, so that you can get in contact, you know, and see the different types that they, uh, that they, they provide because man, I'm just so grateful that I have them now, especially being less than two weeks out from comp and not only am I getting leaner, but clearly my feet have continued to get leaner and <laughs> getting shredded feet over here. But uh, luckily they won't impede on my ability to pose come show day. Not anymore, at least. <laughs> and you know, on that topic of posing, I found that as it gets closer and closer to the show, I'm just less and less self-conscious about posing in front of other people and especially about just posing in the middle of the gym. Like, honestly, as these weeks have gone on, I've just gained a lot more confidence, you know, just whipping out my heels at the very end of a workout and just literally posing right in the middle of World's Gym Brisbane while people are just like working out around me and doing deadlifts around me or whatever. Like, I just don't even care anymore. Like even this past week, I actually had the confidence to put on my competition bikini, walk out into the middle of the gym, and I got Jack to take some progress photos of me. Cause like, <laughs> to be honest, the way that I actually see it is that if I build up my confidence to pose in the middle of the gym, I'm gonna have a hell of a lot more confidence posing on an IFBB stage because I can guarantee you there's going to be a hell of a lot more people in the crowd that day, you know, at the show, right? Watching me compared to the few people at World's Gym Brisbane. So <laughs> I've just thought that that's interesting. And I wonder if anyone else can relate to that, you know, like as you get closer to a show, do you just get more confident? You're just like, 
I don't really care what people think, you know, like I'm just doing me. They can do them as long as we don't get in each other's way, right? Like as long as no one's being rude, just do your own thing. So that's something that um, I've certainly found that's interesting as these weeks have gone on. But, you know, it feels good to have confidence. It, it really does. It, it's nice. And uh, I really can't give up the amazing natural lighting in Worlds Gym Brisbane. Like, if I can, like, I'm definitely going to take photos in that one place. If you ever go onto my Instagram, you know, you'll notice that a lot of the pictures are taken in one location because World's Gym Brisbane, it's just such a beautiful gym, you know? They've got the big roller doors, they have this amazing breeze that comes through, and just this amazing natural light. And uh, yeah, there's this one spot that I've pretty much just fallen in love with, and I'm like, yep, even if this is the nicest and most popular part of the gym, I'm gonna take all my photos here, and <laughs> no one can stop me. So yeah. <laughs> Other than that, you know, it's just been a really good week, guys. It's It's been a great week, you know, from a business and a work standpoint, taking on quite a few new clients this past week, did that awesome podcast with Joey Cantlin, which we just released, you know, and, uh, you know, it's been a great week of training. It's been a great week of nutrition. It's been a great week of posing, just like balancing life, you know, with all the other things that I love, just like feeling very, very de-stressed, just feeling very happy. I'm just, I'm really, really happy in the current position I am in life right now. And I'm so glad that after all those damn hard years of grinding out at uni and just all the years before that, you know, of just going through the schooling system and, you know, doing everything on other people's watches, just now being in full control. And I can do whatever I want to do and I can aspire to be whoever I want to be, you know, and it's, it's all up to me. I'm driving this and, uh, freaking love it. I love it so much. <laughs> but yeah, this, um, this has been a really, really good week. And I guess this next week moving forward, you know, just keep following the plan. 13 days, guys, 13 days. That is wow. Oh gosh, 13 days. But yeah, pretty much just keep following the plan, doing what I'm doing, keeping nutrition the same this coming week, you know, so still sticking to those low days of um, 150 grams of carbs on the lower days, 325 grams carbs on the higher days. This will be my last full, you know, solid week of training before next week, which is ooh, peak week, right? That, uh, that magical week that really isn't all that magical. <laughs> it's kind of just another week, but... Yeah, so I guess next time I'm going to update you, it's going to be ah, peak week. That's right. And I will be, what, six days out? Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, pretty much I need to start wrapping this up because I've actually got to get to the gym and go train legs because I usually train legs on a Saturday, but yesterday was such a beautiful day that I was like, you know what? I'm going swimming today and I'll train legs tomorrow and it won't be the end of the world. <laughs> so yeah, I'm training legs today and that means basically tomorrow I'll do my first upper body session of the week, then I'll do my first leg session of the week on Tuesday and then I'll have my rest day Wednesday. So that should be good. Actually, today is a really good day, you know? It's Sunday. Some For some people, you know, Sunday is that day of rest. It's their most quiet day of the week, but I always love Sundays because I find that Sundays are just 
really busy for me, you know, and I feel really, really productive. Like even today, like this morning, like went for a nice walk, you know, played with my dog, walked to the gym, did some posing practice, recording this podcast. Today, I've got like five video check-ins with different clients. You know, I've got a PT client this afternoon. I drive to their house and do a PT session with them. Training legs this afternoon. So yeah, it's a good Sunday. It's um, it's a good Sunday. I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling productive, feeling proactive. And whew, I love it. I love this. But yeah, guys, pretty much that's going to be a wrap for this episode. If you liked it, you know, please feel free to tell your family and friends about it. Take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories, tag myself, tag the bodybuilding dietitians, and I will catch you again next week when I am six days out from my show, less than a week, and I'll be giving you a detailed rundown of what I'm planning to do for the one and only Peak Week. See you later.